Um, I like new tools in a can that lot. <laughs> Others can't deny. When a tool comes out, small size starts out, and stuff stops easy enough, you get hung up on your brand new tool set. You want to use it. At the build steps, you are staring. You're hooked and you can't stop sharing. Oh, new tool. I want to help with you. Open an issue. My coworkers tried to warn me that you won't be new in a week. Wait, that was bad. I messed up. Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> is back. <laughs> uh, Whatever. I'm not going to forever. <laughs> That's all you get. Star <laughs> <Our> show. <laughs> you, you take what you get. Um, sorry, that was awful. Okay. Hi, welcome to Tools Day. <laughs> Tools Day is a twenty-minute um, podcast about tech tools, tips, and tricks on Tuesdays at two. I'm your co-host, Yuna, and I'm Chris. And we obviously take ourselves very seriously. Very seriously. Today's show is about health, health tools. tools. Yeah. So, what does that mean? This means that we're going to talk about apps and devices that can help you in life and in health, in terms of fitness, in terms of nutrition, in terms of relaxation, um, anything that is like tangentially related to the developer life. Um, in so much that a lot of us are very unhealthy and yes. should spend much more time focusing on our health. It's hard to work well if you aren't in a great mental state. Um, and part of that is physical fitness, mental health. Um, and so we thought it'd be a good idea to take a break from our usual, uh, usual shenanigans. And, and usual uh, focus on like code tools. Right. And drive down this road. So. Yeah. Very, very true, Chris. Um, you cannot perform at your best in terms of being a developer, an engineer or a designer, if you're not focusing on being your best physically and emotionally. So this, this kind of started out with um, me raving about my new Fitbit. Because <laughs> right, I love she's, it. <laughs> she says kind of, but it was 100% inspired by this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so 100% inspired by this. Um, got, we just get our show ideas from random things. But anyway, this Fitbit is awesome. I got the new Fitbit Charge 2. And um, when we started talking about some of the features of the Fitbit, we realized that there's a lot of apps out there that also sort of help with these things. So we're going to talk about the Fitbit and then kind of break that down into other apps that you can get for either free or paid um, that you can use and tools. So, yeah, let me just start by doing a little review of this thing. I used to have the Fitbit Charge 1, and the Charge 1 was the first Fitbit that um, allowed for heart rate readings, and I really, really liked it. Um, but then I lost it, like, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, Goodbye. a couple months ago. So I was really sad about it. But then when the Charge 2 came out, I ordered it pretty immediately. Um, so things I like about the Charge 2, it is such an improvement on the Fitbit Charge. I don't know if I would have bought it if I still had my other one. But since I lost it, it was kind of like, all right, this is the next step. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. So things I like about it, it has um, heart rate. It has your base heart rate, and you can see it on the screen immediately. It has activities. So if I'm going on, um, like, a bike ride, I can mark that I'm going on a bike ride, and it will track that bike ride specifically in the Fitbit app. Like, it, it's different for every activity. So there's, like um, – weightlifting here, which is cool because it shows you like what your max heart rate is during your weightlifting sessions, um, which I do. Um, there is, let's see, there's treadmill, there's workout, there's elliptical. Um, yeah, so there's bike, there's interval training and interval workout. You can also set the intervals. So, um, it'll vibrate on your wrist at certain intervals. And I set that when I was doing like an interval run. So mm -hmm. I think I had like, um, 
I think like 60 seconds sprint, like, I don't know, a minute and a half of regular pace. Um, so that was cool. It was just like vibrating on my wrist. I didn't have to play anything out and I have like Bluetooth headphones and like don't even have to deal with any of my stuff, uh, for that. So there's interval training on here. Um, and then it also auto detects activities. So if you go on a walk or a run or you're training and you forget to set your activity, it will set it. Like one of my favorites was I was doing a little session with a personal trainer and, um, it just said sports, <laughs> sports, sports ball. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I sports today. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it allows you to really detect what your session was, like individually, which I think is super, super cool because I'm a huge data nerd um, and like analyze those. Um, other things that this has, obviously has a heart rate and it has a meditation timer. So you can um, you can like do like a little session where you breathe and it kind of estimates your VO2 levels. I don't even know what that is, but that's what the box set. Made up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, you like it buzzes and you start like breathing in, breathing out, and it, it kind of like guides you through that. Um, and there's also a alarm clock on here, which helps you with waking up on time. In the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I, have, I, I I'm not as glowingly a huge fan of Fitbit as you know is. I still love it. I have I actually have the original Fitbit charge. Uh, still have it, didn't lose it. Um, and um, one thing I loved most of all with that is that IBM has this health program where they provided everybody with a Fitbit charge, more or less. Um, and the thing that inspired me most to um, participate in all, all of this is that there's this, there's this weekly challenge thing. And so um, you and a couple friends or up to like eight people uh, can have all a, of our coworkers. All of our coworkers have a competition on who can make the most steps in a week. And um, I am a slightly competitive person, um, and by that I mean a highly competitive person. Yeah, if that's your favorite part of the Fitbit. <laughs> uh, and it, it it was actually what made me go out and walk sometimes. I'm like, all right, uh, looks like I've fallen a couple of steps behind. I guess I got to go out and do something now. Thanks, Fitbit challenge. Um, <laughs> the heart rate monitor I did love, although it is highly unreliable. Um, most of my workout came from uh, comes from ice hockey. Um, you should. I, I think a big problem that people have is they don't have it high enough on their arm. Like if you have it right by your wrist, it's not going to be as accurate if if it's higher up on your arm, like three um, finger widths up. Uh, could be. I, I think a study came out showing that it was the Fitbit. At least the charge one was like up to like twenty five beats off at any given time. Um, but for me, I still liked it because it gave me a trend line of my general day. And so even though it may not have been precisely accurate, um, I could use it to see, okay, here's when I was clearly not doing anything. Oh, look, was that, was that the entire day? Maybe I should stop, stop doing that. Um, so, um, even if it was not 100% accurate, I still liked it for the trend lines, uh, the trend lines and the, uh, weekly challenges, uh, it is kind of also depressing sometimes when you look <laughs> at like where you are, and then uh, you, because data goes back, you know, years, and so I apparently was using this uh, two years ago. Uh, somehow, I'm not sure how, um, and I just saw like I had this like this deep dip in my physical fitness, and then I kind of slowly climbed back up to where I was two and a half years ago. I'm like, but this oh. is why data is great, because <laughs> you can see where you are and correct it. <laughs> it's great, but it was like, it was slightly depressing. I'm like, oh man, I'm just like, 
I've just matched where I was two and a half years ago. Great. Uh, but no, it's it's a good thing because it kind of inspires you to keep going. Um, but also like a sobriety check for me, at least. Uh, um, <laughs> but yes, anyways, carry Let's on. Let's talk about some of those features. Um, so the first feature that we're going to talk about is that meditation feature. I know that you had a tool that you wanted to bring up. Um, so mine is actually not meditation per se, but it's about sleeping and power naps. And so oh, something I'm actually, better. I'm actually really bad about is sleeping properly. I do these things every now and then where I just, just if I get into a groove of, of coding or anything, I just don't sleep until like 4 a.m. And then I'm like, oh, it's work time in four hours. Um, that's probably not good. <laughs> Gotta get up, start my day. <laughs> and um, that's just bad for you. So don't do that. Uh, that's, that's step one. Um, Step two, uh, power naps are actually great for you if you don't um, overdo them. And um, there's this app called Pizzazz, which I have, which has been super beneficial for me. It's P-Z-I-Z-A-Z-Z. Pizzazz? I think so. Pizzazz. There's no I. There's an I somewhere in there. Wait, okay. P-I, whatever, Pizzazz. Okay. Uh, um, and um, it... It's basically um, just a way that it, it um, has some person talking to you in very soothing tones for like a, a period of like five minutes. It drones off into like this kind of ocean wave sound thing, and then it picks back up at, after a certain period of time. And so for me, it was super helpful for me to start regulating my sleep a little more with this. There are more specific, precise ones. I used to use a sleep uh, measurement app where I would measure how much I was sleeping, um, but the Fitbit actually does some of that, and this was just a tool to help me um, get in the proper mental frame for sleeping, uh, which is kind of it sounds kind of silly sometimes, but um, it was super helpful for me. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what I do is I have a really boring audiobook that I just re-listen to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I kid you not, I got this audiobook and it was about algorithms, like and how they exist in real life. And I didn't realize it was a textbook. Like, <laughs> like this is actually a textbook that students read because I've never experienced a textbook audiobook before. Um, but now I just listen to it when I'm on an airplane and trying to go to sleep and I just pass out That's right away. I mean, I have something similar where um, I was a big, I am a big fan of the Dresden Files book series. And I must've read that series like seven or eight times over and over again. Uh, I also own like all the audiobooks to it, and so if I ever want to take like a nap, I'll just put on that one sometimes. Not not whenever, but sometimes I'll put it on because I'll fall asleep listening to James Marster talk about as, as Harry Dresden, and then wake up and know exactly where I am in this book because I've read it like fifteen times, um, which is remarkably relaxing for for whatever reason. So uh, nice. That's my other sleep trick: read a book so yeah. often that. You would know exactly what's happening in an audiobook. All right. Or just read one for the second time that you will snooze and doze off on at any given point. That's, that's fair. So. Fine, fine, fine. I guess that works. Uh, right. So kind of back to meditation. There's so many meditation apps that are on your iPhone. Some are paid, some are free. Uh, the best free one that I found was called Headspace. Um, meditation is like an interesting thing because you just really need like a repetitive um, – Sound. instance yeah. a function really so making your own meditation app is a really good practice if you are like can't think of an app idea and you want to try out a new system like you can build this in css you can build like a css meditation app just pure css html if you want um so yeah it's just kind of something fun to play with 
Uh, that app is also available on Google Play for you Android users, um, and it is actually great. So um, I do I recommend it. I feel like a lot of people sometimes are very wary with the meditation because it just kind of sounds like a weird thing that why would you ever do it? Um, but I've found that this kind of head-clearing mental health concepts are actually super beneficial for me at least. Yeah, um, I've I've just seen so many good things on meditation, and I know that like I am not good at it. I I don't do it enough. I rarely meditate, but it's something I want to do. Because um, I've just seen so many studies that show that it's the best way to improve memory, to improve focus, um, and to be better at your job. Really. Yeah. Um, so um, next category of fitness stuff is nutrition. Okay. Um, and um, we both have an app that we really like. Yeah, I am a huge fan of MyFitnessPal and the calorie counter for it. Um, if you haven't seen it, it has it's basically this app where you can enter in the food you've eaten, and it has a gigantic database of foods with all their nutrition information already built in. So if you had you know a bagel and some salmon and cream cheese, um, uh, not that that's your daily breakfast or anything, but, um, <laughs> uh, I might have that, had that yesterday, so it's quite relevant to me. Um, but, um, it, uh, you can just pipe, pipe that in and it will more often than not find the exact information you need. And if not, it has a great UI, both a web interface and a mobile interface to plug that kind of data in. It interfaces directly into Fitbit. So if you are a Fitbit user, it brings over the step data, uh, or you know, actually pushes out to Fitbit. Sorry, other way around. Um, well, they, they it does other things. Like they're very interconnected. Right. Yeah. They're the ecosystem is wonderful, basically. Uh, best. Um, and it it's uh, super useful. I, it's one of those things that I didn't realize how important it was to calorie count at least every now and then. Um, so you get a general idea of how much you're actually putting into your body. And once you do it for like two months, you kind of have this, at least I, at least I, got, I got this kind of instinctual uh, knowledge of how much I'm actually eating, uh, which I didn't have before. Yeah, I think calorie counting is an awesome way to, especially if you're trying to lose weight, um, it's a pretty like tested and well-proven way to accomplish your goals. Um, if you are like true to it and you actually count everything you eat, et cetera, um, I really, really, really like my fitness pal and I've been using it for years before that I used an app called lose it, which is similar. It's like the same thing. It's a calorie tracker. Um, but my fitness pal, I like a little bit more now because it, it connects better with Fitbit. Also, there's like a bigger community there. I, it's like weird. It's like a social network of supporting <laughs> your, <laughs> your friends. They lose weight. Um, also if you want to gain weight, it's a good, um, tool for that. Cause there are different programs or maintain it. Um, and if you track that weight, it also pushes out to my fitness pal. So I could see that on the, my fitness pal app without updating it. And then, yeah. 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 And then vice versa, like Chris said, um, all the steps I do with my fitness pal or any workouts that I do will be deducted from like the calories that I have for the day. Um, that's my baseline calorie. So if I do more exercise that day, I can eat more. Um, it's pretty great. It motivates me to like work out on days. I know I'm going to feast so I could pep for the evening or like drink a lot <laughs> so I can just prepare myself and my body a little bit. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. So kind of on the same vein as Fitbit, um, a lot of what it originally was intended for is like a step counter, like running. Um, so there are a few running accompaniment apps that I want to talk about. 
Um, did you have any for this category, Chris? For running? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a running. I've actually swapped to weightlifting, but uh, after you. All right. <laughs> um, so map my run is what I used to use before Fitbit's like the new sort of um, mapping thing that I now use. But map my run is really good. There's also Nike Fitness Club which is a great app for sort of the same thing. It's just sort of like a different ecosystem. Um, and then there's a couple of like entertainment while you're running apps. There's one called Zombies Run and it's like, <laughs> it gamifies running. So like in the headphones, they like will start saying things like, oh, you like have to pick up a life at like this spot, like run faster. Like it'll be there for X amount of seconds. Like if you can reach it at that time. So it's super motivational <laughs> in terms of like making your real life kind of a game. And I think it was sort of early on in, the augmented reality audio mm. um, things. Yeah, it came out a while ago. Yeah, I, think um, I've, I heard about it a while back. Yeah. I think it's such a cool idea. It was definitely like an early pusher for like this whole uh, AR audio thing, which I think is definitely a thing that oh, no one has coined yet. Oh, my, I'm so excited. I mean, I have so many. I have the Oculus Rift right now. I have the Daydream VR arriving in like a month. You're ridiculous. Uh, I can't wait to so see an episode of all this stuff. Toys. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay. Uh, um, v- so, VR and AR. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Audio <laughs> VR. Audio AR. Sorry. Um, there's one other audio AR thing that I think is cool. It's called SkyFit. And SkyFit allows you to have like sort of a pseudo personal trainer that's auditory and you can sign up for um, lessons. So like 8 p.m. on Tuesday, you're going to have a live coach who's going to coach you on your run or there's a few different things like there's elliptical. um, There's like a bunch of options now. Um, But basically SkyFit is you're doing like training, quote unquote, but virtually. So somebody will say like increase your – incline by two more points and like it's it's a lot more motivating than just kind of make your own workout um so there's that which is pretty new and there's pokemon which i put out here pokemon go pokemon go Uh, okay rest in peace pokemon go it's dead now i don't think it's dead man (laughs) and also it's just such a great app that got people out in the real world and walking around yeah (laughs) Um, I think it was great. I remember I walked like a hundred kilometers in the first like month that it was out or so. The first month I was out and about with it. And then now it's just kind of not a thing. We need more. We need like a more consistent Pokemon Go. It was great. Um, So yeah, those are my like running slash walking accompaniment apps. Nice. And so I, um, I used to, I I had, sorry, I actually have one running app. Uh, it was, it's couch to 5k. And so if you're a person like me who doesn't run at all or ever, um, you sometimes are terrible at running for long periods of time. And so couch to 5k is this great app that, um, walks you in 12 weeks from basically no running to running a 5k. Um, and so what it does, it basically intervals out, um, a, a run for half an hour. So it does, you know, two minutes walk, two minutes run, um, and bounces back and forth, and then as the weeks go on, you'll walk less and you'll run more until you finally run the entire thing. Um, so if you're a new new runner, um, that's a great app. Nice. That is awesome. Um, yeah, and so what happened with me was that I started playing um, a sport, ice hockey, and uh, I started playing a tremendous amount of ice hockey, and so I don't actually run anymore. I, and I was like, okay, um, I probably need to still go to the gym and do something. And I had never really lifted weights in my life at all. Um, and so 
the app that I found that was super helpful for me is, is this thing called Strong Lifts 5x5. Um, it's this weightlifting program where you, it's only about a half an hour per session at the gym, so it's not super long. Um, I know free weights are terrifying, were terrifying to me uh, because I had never used any of them, and uh, that part of the gym was just um, just scary for me, I guess. I, I didn't feel comfortable yeah. going there at all. Um, but this app um, shows you a ton of instructional videos on how to do just like these basic compound lifts, and you only do three of them per, per session, more or less. Um, and... It's got a great tracking system and lets you ramp up. And I've been using it for the last like four weeks or so, actually. So it's pretty recent for me. Cool. So um, does it track like how many um, reps versus like weight you lifted? Yeah. So you put in how many reps you put in, and you're supposed to do basically uh, five reps. Um, so five sets of five, more or less. Uh, cool. For whatever tool you're doing, so like, or whatever, um, not tools, <laughs> whatever <laughs> exercise you're doing. So Workout. If you're doing squats, for example, you do you do. Uh, five reps with five squats. Um, and the concept is that you're trying to lift more weights versus um, high, larger reps. And so I, I found it to be super useful and a great intro to the whole free weight system. I've been looking for a good weightlifting app. They're really hard to find. Yeah, I haven't found a good one, um, but I'll check that one out. Um, all right, so two more on my list that I wanted to talk about. Uh, the first one is a Mac app. I'm sure this also exists for Windows and other systems. It's just called Stand. It's uh, getstandapp.com. And my, my Fitbit does this now, but every hour um, it will tell me to stand up because it means I haven't, like, moved for a while. Like, it determines if my steps are less than 250 for the hour and just gets mad at me, which is constantly because I work from home. Um, but there's an app for Mac that is, is just Stand. It tells you, like, have you stood up? Uh, to just remind you to continuously move throughout the day and make sure you're not sitting for too long. Nice. I'm actually Googling this right now. I do have I, – I actually have a standing desk at work now, so I've gotten much better at uh, actually standing. Uh, the first time – the first while I had it, I would just sit at my sit-stand desk. But now <laughs> I've, 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 migra- I've, mo- I've, you know, I've moved on and I stand at my standing desk, so – um, I never got past the sit on your standing <laughs> desk. <laughs> I bought a standing desk from Matt, which actually made a huge difference to me. So if you have a standing desk at work, highly recommend you also buy a standing desk mat because otherwise it's not actually comfortable to stand yeah. for long periods of time. Um, so this map, uh, you can find it at thewirecutter.com. Search for standing desk mats. Sorry, standing desk mats. Um, and they will get you the best standing desk mat. And it's wonderful. Um, yeah, that's a good pro tip. Pro tip: wirecutter.com. It's, it's yeah. gets you all your stuff. <laughs> also, the mats. Okay, but um, yeah, I'm actually out of tools. So, I have one last one. Um, this is an app for the iPhone that, like, since we started talking about the Fitbit and things that are corollary to it, it's called the Heart Rate app. It's just called Heart Rate app. Um, and it's really cool. It uses the flash on your camera to calculate your heart rate based on the pulse of your blood through your finger. Wait, wait, so, what? 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 Wait. Yeah, you turn it on. It's really, really cool. Okay. You turn it on, you open the app, and you put your finger on the flash, and it'll calculate your heart rate that way. Wow, that's it's like what? How? Um, yeah, it's pretty accurate. I must say. What is this app called again? 
It's called Heart Rate app. Heart Rate app. I wonder if it's there for Android. Oh, it's called Heart Rate Free. Heart Rate Free. Yeah. Instant Heart Rate by Argus. Argus. Wow. Oh, with Argus. I don't know. Anyway. um, (laughs) It's cool. It'll turn your flash automatically, and it says detecting pulse, and then it it looks for it. Wow. Okay. That's that's a really interesting use of technology, too. Yeah. It was just something I didn't really think about. Also, there was an app. I can't remember the name of it. that came out a while ago, um, and it was a sleep tracker. What you would do is put your phone on your end of your bed, and it would like detect movement. I, I, um, I used to use that actually before I met yeah. Um And now I use Pizzazz, just lull me to sleep. But um, I don't remember the name, so this is not going to be. Yeah, good. I just don't remember the name. <laughs> but, um, but there are so many cool uses of technology and like reusing the iPhone in ways that you wouldn't expect, especially when it comes to like these fitness apps. So yeah, I thought it'd be worth like doing a little show about that. I love my Fitbit now, but there's all these free tools that you can use. Also, just any sort of improvement in your daily fitness will likely like cause a change in your life. Like you might not notice it right away, but over time you will. Um, so I think the biggest changes happen when you start eating better, and particularly when you start tracking what you're eating. Like you don't even have to start eating better, but if you're tracking it. That'll help you make better decisions in terms of your nutrition. Um, and then also just slowly starting to exercise more and stand up more and sit less. Um, meditation is a really, really great thing that I need to work more on, so I can't really speak too much to that. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do, and there's a lot of free apps out there that will help you do those things. Yeah, so sounds good. Uh, we'll have the list of all these apps in our show notes as usual. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. If you like the show, please rate, comment, um, positive vibes on the iTunes or other programs that play this podcast. Um, And then that's about it. We'll see you then.